food. By the way, I had to pay into the square jar in my house for that. So thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. My kids must have been scrolling through Instagram and that story came up. And they came running downstairs. You owe us $5. Like, Crap. I got busted. It's fine. Anyway. It's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Are we recording? We're always recording. Okay. Always. Oh, wait, fine. <laughs> I suck it up. Be fine. That needs to be the lead into this. Suck it up. You're going to be fine. Because here we are for another episode of Shut Up and Listen. Small Town Stories. With Sarah. And Renee. Well, Happy New Year, Sarah. Well, Happy New Year to you as well. Our first episode of 2023. Wow. Yeah. Look at us. I know. Have year gotten, two. Have you gotten used to writing the 2023 yet? Um, yeah, I can't really say I've written it a lot. I did catch myself today, earlier, like, typing 2022. So, we'll get there. Hmm, you know. Life struggles. These are hard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to be back for year two. Me too. And, you know, I know that we had talked about, at the end of last year, the direction we wanted to take the podcast this year. And we're going to take it, um... Well, it's still going to have our shining personalities. And I mean, the fans would be so disappointed if I it didn't. <laughs> but we're going to start looking at maybe some bigger issues. And so we thought we would start this first episode with one of the biggest issues we see in this office. Yes. Not just locally or regionally or statewide, but nationally, nationally. and even internationally. And that is workforce. Yes. And so as we were talking about this subject matter, we immediately thought of Jason Yoakum as our guest for today's episode because we have been working with Jason on some very exciting things, which we'll tell all of you about as we go into this episode. But um, Jason, welcome to shut up and listen. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's, I, <laughs> I actually feel very comfortable here on this couch, I'm but glad. it's an awkward comfortable, you know. Oh, but, you know. You know, we've had yeah, we've had guests before that are a little a little afraid. Yeah, Don't be afraid. It's a little intimidating. It shouldn't be. Know, but I'm I'm excited though. Okay. Your eyes say different. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. The body language, the facial expression. Yeah, you look super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we'll just make fun of you a little bit, and we'll just keep That's moving okay. on. That's it's okay. fine. I'm mm-hmm. good. You're getting I'm good. a little red. I am. I am. I'm feeling a little hot at the moment. <laughs> the pressure. The pressure. But we'll move through this. We will. We will. We so, will. What a great topic, though, and I'm glad to be a part of it. I mean, it's just, it's something that we all, as business owners and people in the community face, is workforce. Yes. Workforce issues. But before and, we dive into that, yes. introduce yourself and your business to our listeners, because... Okay. A lot of people may not know you or what you do. Right. So my name's Jason Yoakum. I have J. Yoakum Communications. Uh, I've been fortunate to be a small business owner for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 of it just solely Yoakum LLC. So on my own as a, as a sole proprietor from that standpoint in the marketing, advertising space, you know, mm-hmm. helping companies like yourself, like the chamber, like mm-hmm. Faustoria, FEDC, um, just trying to figure out how to tell a story mm-hmm. and how that re- resonates with, with the community and, and how we can 
really showcase really what we have here and what a great community we have. You have a variety of clients. Yeah, I mean, our our client list really is really diverse from manufacturing companies to uh, nursing home, you know, long-term care to bank banking institutions. Mm-hmm. So it really um, goes the gamut of the types of clients that we, you know, support. You know, it's it really, it may sound like we don't really specialize, but yet I feel like we do because we want to help somebody really understand who they are as a brand, position themselves within the market, and then let's just figure out how to tell a really good story that's compelling. So with that, I mean, with that, you know, we're, we're doing website development, we're doing videos, we're doing some videos with you guys, uh, design pieces, public relations, you know, social media. It, it all uh, works together when you start telling a really good story. Mm-hmm. And having been in the business you've been in for 20 years, I've, I've been able to kind of witness that. You've partnered with the Chamber on a lot mm-hmm. of different things um, and watching your business grow. But in the industry that you're in, you have to be super nimble and it's constantly oh. changing. And I, I have to commend you because I think you've done a tremendous job well, at that. Well, thank you. I mean, it, it has changed. I mean, I'll date myself just a little bit here that <laughs> when I first started out in this industry, I was working at an agency in Finley, uh, Harvey Advertising, and Ron took me in pretty much almost right out of high school. And I was going through Owens, uh, taking courses there. And we, were, we had a black and white stat camera we were copying and pasting oh all the headlines, you know, on boards with, you know, with sticky glue and everything. And it, I mean, to tell, a long way. to tell somebody that we used to do an ad like that and now are like, oh, I can just do that on my computer now. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're right. I mean, there's just been so many changes within our industry of going from that kind of almost very archaic way of developing a piece of artwork to now where Mm -hmm. we're at from a digital standpoint that you know things can be turned around very quickly but I still think there's a real need for what you know is the strategy what's Mm -hmm. the communication goal and what is the uh, the brand the look and the feel for the organization so even though we have these great really advancements in technology I think it still really comes back to the people and and their creativity and and what we do as a collaborative group Mm -hmm. and that's a great segue to talk about the partnership um, with Fostoria and workforce because between um, your team and Renee's team you've come up with some really outside of the box ideas so I'm gonna let you kind of run with that because I think it's super exciting. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great tee up. So just a little background. (laughs) Um, Workforce development is something we're seeing just across the board, whether it's a small restaurant in town or a large manufacturer. And the fact of the matter is that these issues are not going to go away Mm -hmm. because we simply don't have enough people to fill the roles that Mm -hmm. we have in the workforce. And with COVID and people exiting the workforce mm-hmm. and smaller families, baby boomers retiring, it's just left a lot of gaps. And from an economic development standpoint, going out and meeting with our businesses, it was the number one issue we were hearing. And we can't, I mean, it's difficult to create new people. And so, <laughs> so you haven't figured that out yet. Do. The whole cloning thing hasn't <laughs> yeah, taken it's off. It's not taken yet. off. Um, so we started strategizing about what can we do locally here in Fostoria to help both short term and long term 
our companies, big and small, fill this gap. And, you know, we like to keep it local. So, of course, we (laughs) reach out to Jason. And we had conversations about ideas a year and a half ago, at least. At least. And they evolve because you are a very deep thinker when it comes to this stuff. (laughs) And um, so... We ended up coming up with an idea, and we're calling it the Make It Here campaign. Mm-hmm. And it's multifaceted. A couple different layers. Yes, yes. Um, so we'll touch on a few of those, but um, I want to start with the career cards. Yeah. Do we, did we grab any of those? I should have grabbed some of well, those. Well, first or... of all, we're talking into a microphone, so they can't see them. But, you know, we're on YouTube now, so there's, there's always video, video <laughs> which I try not to think I about. I try to avoid yes. the YouTube side of things, so I'm focused on the microphone. Yes, but uh, I'm sure we can. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll show our Yes, one. our lovely like producer, Ashley, will get those yes. photos out. Yes. I have no doubt. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the idea of these job career cards mm-hmm. was just kind of this awesome kind of epiphany over some coffee and some ideas mm-hmm. of really how do we start sparking interest you really even at a younger age yes. you know i mean these job career cards are really probably primarily focused on that you know sophomore junior senior mm-hmm. high school you know person that may just not really understand what all the opportunities are here locally to yeah. stay locally i yeah. mean i think that's the thing that we're trying to promote is there's some really good jobs. There's some really good careers here in the Fostoria community. And I think we've got a really good idea to start telling that story. And we've got these, you know, we had a lot of companies, 26 companies participated, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and all, all and some of these employees, you know, were just really excited about doing it, you know. So I, I, I think it's going to be received really well. So when you talk about the career cards, they really, having seen them, they – they're like a baseball card inspired um, takeaway of actual local jobs. Correct. Yes. And so this campaign, it's twofold. One, educating people that maybe have lived here their entire life mm-hmm. but don't know about all the businesses that are in their own community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also educating the youth um, because that's a problem every community is facing. The youth, they're graduating and they're leaving their their mm-hmm. home community. Yeah to go to school or to work somewhere else. And so we want people to understand what's available right here in Fostoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think once somebody gets a chance to look at these cards, I mean, really, there's a job at any of these locations mm-hmm. right now. And you a know? lot of them do not require a college degree. They don't. Mm-hmm. And that's important because we're seeing that shift where a lot of kids don't want to go to college. Right. Mm-hmm. They want to get into the workforce, they do. establish themselves, and, and it really a lot of these employers are looking for that type of employee. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then when they're ready to invest in themselves, a lot of these employers, we'll they're, they're ready to pay for their education. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's mm-hmm. going into a specialty where it's, you know, skilled trades or whatever it might be. Um, it's really awesome what Faustoria and the, and the community the employers have to offer. I agree. I agree. So the career cards are more of an exposure piece. Absolutely. It's letting everybody know there's a variety of job career opportunities exactly. and showcasing individuals in the community just to really almost show off a little bit yes. that yes. they're they're proud of being 
with the company there is. I do love, I do love how on the front of the card is an actual employee at that business. And it talks about what their position is. And on the back, it talks about the company and the opportunities Mm -hmm. and then ways to find more information. I'm very excited as we roll these out. There will be a social media campaign associated with them. And we're partnering with the school district to get them out to kids. And I think here in the first quarter, we're going to see a lot of traction around these career cards. I think we're going to have a run on Sharpie markers at Kroger's. People are going to be needing Sharpie markers, you know, to sign their cards. I look forward <laughs> to that. Making people famous. I look forward to that. The <clears throat> other aspect of this is a video series. Yes. And why don't you talk about the video series, Jason? <laughs> so we kind of obviously had a real creative uh discussion about you know what are we doing with video how are we you know putting that out there how are we going to attract different people and i think we looked at this as how can we tell continue to tell a story uh from the employer side of things Mm -hmm. you know again exposing everybody to really so many companies in town here that you probably drive by them and you really Mm -hmm. don't even know what they do unless you have a friend or a family member that works there so This riding around with Renee, <laughs> which is just great. Oh, you know, yes. uh, we've shot our first one. I think it's it went really well. It's going to be, you know, the baseline of what we do with the other ones. And we're featuring what we call is like a, a featured or a major employer. Mm-hmm. So probably 100 people plus employer. Mm-hmm. And then we are kind of overlapping them and, and kind of tucking in a small employer as well. Yes. So again, showing both sides of the opportunities of you can work at, you know, a smaller um, company in, in town, you mm-hmm. know, or, you know, a larger company that has hundreds of employees, you know. And I think it also will show, um, I think, that personal side of either you know, that business owner or the manager that is there. So again, we're kind of getting to know the people behind the company as well. So I think that's, again, helping Mm -hmm. to tell our local story. Uh, Because when you say somebody's name that maybe runs a company, you you don't really know who they are. Right. We're going to try to help Mm -hmm. you kind of get a little glimpse of who they are, I think, which is kind of really the fun part of it. It is fun. I did get to see the first episode. Yeah. Um, And the way that the story is told, it's so accessible. Mm -hmm. It's so personal. You feel like you know the people in the car um, and as they travel the community, and I don't want to give too much away, um, (laughs) but it's just, I think that the way that the storytelling was done was super thoughtful and it hits all the areas that needed to be covered. Um, So kudos to you guys. Thanks. I think it's, um, I'm not going to take full credit for it because I think you ladies have some really creative ideas. And I think <laughs> when we can all sit down and really, you know, kind of brainstorm those ideas, I think it takes it to a whole new level. And I, that's honestly what I love about working with you guys in this office. And, and, and for so many of my clients, it's that opportunity to be collaborative. Mm-hmm. And when you can be collaborative, the creative just gets so much better. And I think I think our audience, your eyes' audience, will see mm-hmm. that, you know, we really tried to you know do that with these with this whole series talking about workforce and what we're trying to do because that that's kind of our passion of trying to we want to make Fostori a better place to live mm-hmm. work play yep. you know mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah the video series that it also shows the connectivity 
between some of our larger and smaller yes. mm-hmm. industries, yes, um, which you don't really think about. Mm-hmm. I know it's changed my perception on mm-hmm. certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think this goes back to an exposure piece. I mean, kids start talking about their careers in like eighth grade yeah. is when it starts to get serious. And these videos will be used on social media platforms, YouTube. And so adults can certainly watch them, but they're creative enough that they could be played in an eighth grade classroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mm-hmm. I hope when these kids <clears throat> see some of these videos and they leave and they think, I want to work for that person. Yep. Or mm-hmm. I didn't know that company did that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I mean, I learned some things in that first video. I believe I was corrected on something. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been. You might have been. You might have been. There's a little stat there. Didn't that you take it very well, but I tried. <laughs> but part of workforce, another aspect is we are we need to attract workers to our community, yeah. and we need to attract people here. And I think the way that that story is told in writing with Renee is it it shows the connectivity and relational nature of our smaller community. Um, and that has attraction to people. Absolutely. And it really highlights that piece of the interconnectedness of rural America. And I think that's just another way I think that that video series really will help with workforce as well. Yeah. Well, and, you know, in so much of what we do, we're data driven. And we know that we have over 5,000 people mm-hmm. that live in this community every day that leave the community to work outside of it. And we have 3,000 people that come into the community mm-hmm. every day that live outside the community to mm-hmm. work. And if we can take even a fourth of those individuals that leave the community every day to work outside in Finley, Tiffin, Bowling Green, or wherever they're going, that would actually solve our immediate mm-hmm. workforce problem within the city of Faustoria. And then with what we're doing with the kids in the schools, that can develop a pipeline to help secure some of these um, individuals in the long term for Mm -hmm. our companies. And um, the last kind of piece of this that we're working on right now is some direct mailer information that will go directly to households that we know have people that are leaving the community every day to work. And it's more of an education piece Mm -hmm. saying, do you know how much money you could save if you lived and worked in the same community? Mm-hmm. Do you know the opportunities, the time you can save, the gas you can save? You know, just that component to things. Yeah. And it may not go anywhere. It may. We don't know. But we want to get it out there. Mm-hmm. And hopefully our local companies see the value of what we're doing because I, I think it should be noted that we have had a lot of partnerships in this. I mean, Jason, of course, you have been an intricate cog of this, but... Ohio Means Jobs, Seneca County, and Carol Owen, um, because we are doing this at no cost to our local companies, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we understand that they're dealing with a lot of other issues, and if this is something we can help them with, that's value added from our perspective. Um, But I'm very excited about the work that we're doing. I feel a little corny in some of the videos, but it's okay. (laughs) I mean, you kind of get over it after a while. When is that video slated to be released? Probably the first part of February. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're recording video number two in about a week and mm-hmm. a half. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which will be great. I'm excited. I love the people that are participating in that as well. Yes, I mean, we've got a lot of great people that we are highlighting, which I think, again, is part of the excitement and, the, mm-hmm. and of what we're doing here. This, well, 
And I have to say, everyone has been such a good sport. Yeah, they have. I mean, when you're talking to CEOs of companies and things like that, mm-hmm. and you're saying, okay, we're going to mic you up, and I need you to walk to the car five <laughs> times. Don't forget to smile when you get to the car. I mean, they're they're team players about the whole thing. They, they really have been. Because you yes. think about a traditional CEO, they're, they're about the people in their company, but they're not... They're not professional, you know, people that want to be in a video. Yes. Right. That's probably really the last thing they want to do yes. is be in a video, you yes. know. But you make it so easy on oh, them. I try. We, <laughs> we, we just, we set it up and we try to make everything real, go real smooth. And, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I agree. I think the job cards, I think the video series, I think this direct mail campaign, like mm-hmm. you said, we're really just trying to educate everybody to say, mm-hmm. hey, if you're working outside this community, there's a significant savings. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. And I think that's great that um, because of your office, you're very data-driven, mm-hmm. it helps everybody understand that, and we're just trying to put that out there so everybody can understand that yep. there is a savings to stay stay local, yep. mm-hmm. work local. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And everything that you've rolled out, you're working to try to address the immediate needs by shifting people's thinkings to ho- thinking to hopefully stop leaving the community and, you know, next time they're thinking mm-hmm. of a career change to stay here, but also really trying to tap into that next generation mm-hmm. to stay. So I think, great job, guys. Yeah, thanks. Great job. And there's a, I think there's a lot of great stories to tell. There are. There are. And I think to what you just said, I mean, there's a lot of work that um, is out there for us to tell that story, you know, mm-hmm. to make sure that, you know, in five years that we're filling those gaps of those employment needs. And we've got to start telling that story now. We do. Mm-hmm. We absolutely do. And that's why we've already started talking about some of the next phases. Yes, yep. what's next. Yep. Um, but uh, we'll talk about that at another time. Yeah. Yeah. But we are already thinking that way because this is going to be an ongoing process mm-hmm. and an ongoing campaign um, because, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, this is an issue that is not going to go away. No, it's not. No. And I think communities that can be creative and think outside the box are where it's at right now mm-hmm. um, because you have to get the attention of the people in your community and the kids in your districts. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I think we've got a, some great ideas to lead the way. I think there's going to be people looking at us. I hope so. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> well, I love it when people are looking. <laughs> so, Jason, um, is there anything else you wanted to to mention before I go into my lightning round of questions? Oh. Jeez. We just got comfortable. And then you're like, by the way, here it is. The lightning round. Yes. Because we know you're a listener, so you know how this works. Right, right. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh He's getting red again. I know he is. (laughs) Anything he thought he was going to like wrap up about workforce or storytelling, it's gone now. You've scared it right out of him. I'm done. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Favorite sport? Favorite sport. Um, Man, baseball and football are at a tie. But I gotta add softball in there because my daughter, she's a player. Okay. So we're a three-way tie. I think there's a three-way tie there, and that's only because somebody's of, indecisive. Of, but uh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> of, of the influence <laughs> of sports in our family. Okay, favorite dessert. Favorite dessert. Okay, um, don't repeat them after me because you're buying time, and that's unacceptable. This is rapid fire. German chocolate cake. Okay, there you go. Favorite social media platform and why? Uh, probably just because of my age, Facebook. Because I was an early adopter. 
Okay. You know, I got into it, still okay. kind of keeping with it. You know, I realize there's other platforms out there. I do, you know, use Instagram, TikTok, those things, but. Favorite animal? Uh, dog. Lame. Sorry. Wow. Any superpower, Gosh. what would it be and why? <laughs> Any superpower? Jeez. I feel like Captain America. You scream Captain America, Because I'm just kind of that <laughs> red-blooded. I'm patriotic. You are, I will just, you know. Mm-hmm. Little, you never know what get Captain little, America the same country way. Flare, yeah. I think we little need little to get him a shield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Captain America. Okay. I'm going to stick go. with that. Okay. All right. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for participating. Yeah, thank you for having me. And the redness is it's gone, gone away. It's and everything gone away. is back to normal. Uh-huh. He bad. made it through the rapid fire questions. Wasn't wasn't bad at all. See, it's not painful. People not come on and they're so nervous. You get a lot of anxiety build up over it, you know, mm-hmm. but really you're just sitting amongst friends. It's true. You know? It's true. So. You're and just if being you recorded. A conversation with us <laughs> offline. It's very similar to being online. It's pretty it's much right. the same. It's pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except now we have recorded pieces we can use against right. you later, right. but you know, there's it's no okay. colorful language or anything. So. Right. Actually, not today. Upon <laughs> yes. so. yeah. Keeping it G-rated. The G-rated. Very easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being with thank us you, today Renee. and for all thank the work you, yes. that we you greatly are appreciate doing it. with us on this campaign. We are very excited about yes. it. I know our businesses are excited about yeah. it. And we look forward to continuing on this adventure with you. Absolutely. Great time to be in Fostoria. All right. It absolutely is. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. And this was another episode of Shut Up and Listen Small Town Stories with Sarah and Renee.